Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit. Money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit. Money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. I call an 888 money pit. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at MoneyPit.com. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Pick up the phone. Go to it right now because we know you've got a home improvement question that you're dying to ask. Well, maybe not dying, but maybe your spouse is bugging you to ask (laughs) that you'll get the darn project done before the holidays get here. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Call us right now. We will help you get the job done. And if we can't get it done, we will send Leslie there to do it for you. (laughs) 888-666-3974. Hey, coming up this hour, it's a good time, speaking of the holidays, to paint, maybe to replace some appliances or just to redecorate. We're going to have some ideas for some easy holiday makeovers that you can do in just a weekend coming up. And also ahead, we're going to tell you how to give your bathroom a facelift that doesn't cost a lot and you can actually do yourself. Believe me, it happens. And we're going to learn why pavers are a durable and attractive option for driveways and walkways and how to avoid the most common installation mistakes. You know, the fall is actually a really good time to build a paver patio because the ground's a lot easier Mm -hmm. to work with being just, you know, slightly more sturdy and certainly enough to deal with the, the mud that you have in the summer. So it's a good time. Think about putting down a paver patio, have it ready to rock and roll next spring. We're going to tell you exactly how to do that. And we've got a great prize that we're giving away. If you're looking for a weekend project and perhaps a garage organization project is on your to-do list, we have got a Gladiator Garage Works gear track pack. It's worth $55. And if this can't make your garage organized, I think you are hopeless at this point. Another benefit to being organized, you'll remember who borrowed all of your tools. (laughs) And you'll have a place to put them when you finally wrench them back to your possession. 888-666-3974. That prize is going to go to one caller who picks up the phone and calls that number with their home improvement question. Let's get right to it. Leslie, who's first? Ron in South Carolina, you've got the money pit. How can we help you today? Hi, honey. I've got um, some paver brick in the backyard, about the size of a regular brick, and they've been, I bought the house, it's 1971. They were put down on an inside corner of the house where a part of it, uh, a Florida room sticks out, and it's virtually level. I'd like to know if you have some way that I can uh, get it so the water maybe runs off a little bit better or redo it without tearing it up. Hmm. No, you're not going to change the pitch of this, but is the water collecting there? Very little. Because typically paver brick drains pretty well because underneath it should be stone and then sand. So typically it drains pretty well. So I would really need to take one up and see just exactly what's under there to make yeah, sure. Yeah, and that's not a hard thing to do. But but frankly, Ron, if you want to change the pitch, you've got to you know change the whole base, and it's probably not going to be worth it. Okay. Especially if you've got you know just a little bit of a uh, little bit of water sitting there. Now, are you getting moisture problems in, under the house? Detected a little bit when I bought the house, while there was, but the, at that time, 
um, there were some other issues that were taken care of. With right. The well, if you're trying to deal with water infiltration problems into the house, let's put this more expensive, more difficult problem to fix which is the repitching of the patio uh, at the end of the list. There are easier things that you can do. You want to make sure that you you know, you know have gutters that are clean and free-flowing. You want to make sure the downspouts are four to six feet away from the house. You want to make sure the rest of the soil slopes away. If you do all of that and do it well and do it perfectly, you can probably stand to have the patio you know, hold a little bit of water against the house. You are tuned to the Money Pit on air and online at moneypit.com. Now you can call in your home repair, your home improvement question, 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 1-888-MONEY-PIT. 888-666-3974. Up next, holiday makeovers worthy of a big celebration. We're going to tell you how to get those done next. 888-MONEY-PIT. It is brought to you by Generac and the Generac Automatic Standby Generator. Be protected and never worry about power outages again. Visit your favorite home improvement center or call 888-GENERAC or visit generac.com. Your home will stay on the next time the power goes out. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. On air and online at MoneyPit.com. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we make good homes better. Let us help you out. Give us a call right now at one 888 Pit. Two reasons. Not only will you get the answer to your home improvement question or your decorating dilemma. One caller we talked to on the air this hour is also going to win the Gladiator Garage Works Gear Track Pack. It's worth 55 bucks and includes two four-foot pieces of gear track channels with all the hooks you need to organize and protect hard-to-store items like rakes, shovels, and tools. Learn more at gladiatorgw.com or call us now for your chance to win. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT. Yeah, pick up the phone and give us a call, especially if you are expecting a crowd at your Money Pit this holiday season because there are some basic holiday home improvements that will ensure that everybody in your house is having a fantastic, happy, super fun, and safe time this time of year. Now, here's a couple of things that you can do. If you're thinking about making a pretty decent change, new flooring is fantastic. You can install new carpeting. You can refinish your existing hardwood. This will really make your house stand out. You can do one room. You can do an entire floor. It makes a huge difference. Also, paint makes a giant difference. And it's an easy holiday home improvement that you can do right before the relatives arrive. If you go for one with no VOC, no one will even know that you have painted. Look for low odor, low or no VOC. Now, also childproofing. If you don't have kids or if your kids are all grown up, you might not think about this. But if you've got guests coming over that do have little ones, you want to make sure that you go around, cover your outlets, lock up those cabinets under the kitchen sink where you hide all of your cleaning supplies. Also your medications, if you've got them in, you know, easy to reach areas, get them up out of the way, lock those cabinets if you can, make sure they're in child resistant packaging. And say you've got a family member coming over who perhaps has a medication in their purse, make sure that purse is well up out of the way as well so that, you know, the kids aren't getting in it. And same goes for grandma's purse. You know, grandma's always got hard candies and little snacks and treats in her bag. If there's candies around, get those out of the way, even if you keep nuts in a dish, which I always put out at the holiday season. But if you've got somebody coming over that you don't know, maybe there's a nut allergy, you might want to ask them first or just don't put them out at all. Now, this is also a good time to make room for new stuff by tossing out the old. It's especially important for closets. Do you need a new oven? This is also a good time to buy new appliances 
or to fix up the old appliances because prices are actually very, very good. And don't forget to spruce up the outside, too. You want to make a good first impression by sealing your driveway, cleaning your gutters, and that will help you also avoid slippery sidewalks and wet basements that can ruin a planned gathering. Now, for more tips, you can head on over to MoneyPit.com and search Holiday Makeover. That's MoneyPit.com and search Holiday Makeover. 888-666-3974. Who's next? Llewellyn, Oregon needs some help with attic insulation. Tell us what you're thinking about using. Oh, I don't know. That's the reason I'm calling you. I don't know what to use. All, All right. right. How, how, can, how can we help you, and what are you considering? Well, I just, my east roof is made of, if it were made of glass, this time of year, with all those fall-colored leaves, one could see a giant scotch tartan muffler from a russet green and gold stretched <laughs> okay. from Canada to Mexico. All right. For as far as eyes can behold. But how do I divorce the intense heat of summer and the cold of winter? Everything up there now is the backside of the roof. You can't see that beautiful view, and I want to mm-hmm. know how to make it into glass. Yeah. Now, um, is this roof over an attic, so do you have space for insulation? I. It's in an attic. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that would block out my view, wouldn't it? Well, wh- what are you seeing now? I mean, you're talking about installing some skylights? Is that is that well, what you'd like to do? I, I just want to be able to see that view. and right, all, all I right. can well, see now is the backside of a bunch of boards. All right. So here's what you need to do. You need to install skylights, and you have lots of options with skylights. We would recommend that you use a curbed skylight, and that means that it sits up off the roof by about four inches. It's easier to make it watertight. And once you put that in, then you have to build uh, what's called a well, which is sort of a light shaft that goes from the skylight through to the ceiling, and then that's all covered with drywall. So when you're done, you can look up and you can look out. And depending on the angle of your roof, sometimes if you have a very steep roof, you put in something called a roof window where you can actually even open it up. So that's an option. Um, While you're working up in there, though, I would make sure that you add some insulation because that's what's going to, you know, keep the rest of that hot uh, radiant heat coming through the roof from getting down into your house and warming it up in the summer. And the skylight that you put in, it should be have low E glass. A uh, high-performance glass that actually reflects the heat of the sun back out. If you do that, you can have your view, you can watch your birds, and you can stay cool in the summer. Luella, thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Murray in Oklahoma has a tile floor that just does not want to stay put. What's going on? Well, what's happening is that I wish I knew what was going on. Um, I have a brand-new house. I purchased it about two and a half years ago. And about a year ago, um, my tiles started to be lifting off the floors. I have a two-story house, and all of a sudden I hear these cracking sounds in the Mm. middle of the night. And when I wake up in the morning, the tiles are lifting off the floor in a V-shape, inverted V-shape. Murray, is it happening all over the floor or just in one area? No, it's happening in, it started happening in just one area, Mm -hmm. and now it's kind of it spreads the basically half the ground floor it's happening to. Wow. Um, I've had some people come through and professionally replace them. Right. They've looked at the tiles to see if there's any water underneath them and if, uh, if there is any cracking and they can't find anything and they just 
shrug the heads and they just replace them. I wonder if it's just a misapplication of the adhesive, not enough adhesive. Or the concrete floor, um, the mix wasn't right and it's, you know, sort of got a dusty surface or a deteriorated surface. When it comes up, is does the glue stay down on the concrete floor and it comes up off the tile or does the glue stay on the tile? No, glue stays on the tile. Ah, see, yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking, that maybe this surface of this concrete floor was, was, you know, dirty. It wasn't cured right. It had some Not something, fully dry. Yeah, it's something on it that's causing the glue not to uh, adhere to the floor. Typically, glue has no problem adhering to a concrete floor mm-hmm. because it's so darn porous. And if that glue is staying on the tile, then obviously... Yeah. It's not sticking to the floor. Now, the tiles that you have, you uh, the tiles that have come up. Have you tried to re-adhere them with a product like Liquid Nails? Not Liquid Nails. No, I've never heard of that before. That's a really good uh, do-it-all adhesive. Mm-hmm. It comes in a caulking tube, so you can use it as you need it, and then you know basically cap it and save it for the next project. Uh, that's a that's a good product that will you know definitely adhere these tiles Here. back down again. Yeah, you know, you get a regular uh, uh, caulking tube like you would use to caulk windows, stick a, a tube of liquid nails in there, and then just, you know, put a few beads of caulk down on the tile and then press it back in place, and that should adhere it quite nicely. Okay, mm-hmm. it's called liquid nails. Liquid nails, yep. Available okay. at home centers, hardware stores, everywhere. Comes in the uh, the, the small tubes and also the big tubes. I will try that. Thank you very much for that suggestion. I really appreciate it. You guys are great. Thanks. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Daddy in North Carolina has a roof with some black streaks on it. Tell us about it. Well, it's just uh, those black streaks are uh, beginning to form. I noticed it uh, about last year or year before last. Yep. Are starting to get darker. Yeah. And I was wondering what. What causes that? Mm-hmm. Well, what it is is it's 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 roof moss or roof mildew. It's a kind of a fungus growth that gets on there, and you get the spores that float around in the air and they land on the roof and they tend to congregate in the cooler places of the roof, and that's why you get the streak effect. So, for example, if you if you look at it, you might see that right above where the rafters are, there's more there than than to the left or right of the rafters where there's just you know plywood because the rafter tends to be a little cooler than the surface of the roof next to it. It could be a few degrees difference. So that's why you, you have that streak effect. There's a couple of things that you can do. Is your roof uh, fairly shaded in terms of a lot of trees around it? No, sir. It's completely sunny. Completely sunny. Hmm. Okay. Morning and noon. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about a roof cleaner. Now, what you can do is you can apply a bleach and water solution. And and this is not you know this is a pretty big project. It can be done with a pressure washer, on a low pressure with uh, you know a soap dispenser built into it. But you apply a mildicide. Could be bleach and water. It could be a commercially available mildicide. It could be a product like Jomax, and you saturate this roof and let it sit. The section sit for you know 10 or 15 minutes with this mildicide on it, and then you can rinse it off. And you're going to find that it brightens it up very nicely. Now the second thing that you can do is you can add a strip of copper. Or nickel, or nickel flashing across the ridge, all the way across the peak of the roof, and that will keep it clean. And the way that works is as the rain hits it, it removes some of the nickel or some of the copper and basically washes it down the roof, and nickel mm-hmm. or copper in the water is a mildicide. 
So that's a way to keep it clean on an ongoing basis. If you've ever like seen um, a chimney that has like bright streaks underneath it, that's because of the copper flashing, releasing some copper into the water and cleaning the roof as it rubs off it and runs off it and goes down the roof. So that's a way to do that. It has a cap on it, but I'm not sure what it is. It's sort of black looking, the cap is. You mean the cap on the top of the ridge? The ridge? Yes, sir. Yeah, well, that's probably a ridge vent, and if that's the case, you can put this metal flashing kind of right under it and along the Right on top, top of it? Well, not over it, but like right under it. Under it. You basically okay. want the water to hit it and run down. Oh, okay. And, you know, if, if you have a contractor that does a nice job, it could all look like it's part of the same thing because it's all going to turn to a nice patina, you know, within probably one season. Okay. All that right. sounds well, great. Well, there you go. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. John in Tennessee needs some help with the tankless water heater. What can we do for you? Yes, I'm looking at uh, buying a 1972 house okay. that is a basement rancher, and it needs a replacement of the traditional hot water tank. And I live in Knoxville. Is this, number one, a good choice for this area of the country? And number two, I'll have three simultaneous showers going in this mm-hmm. old house with a 7.6 liter per minute size the mm-hmm. adequate capacity. Do you have teenagers? I have a 12 and a 10 year old that think they're teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> Who already like long showers. Um, I think a tankless water heater would be a good choice for you. Now, did you mention, do you have gas? Is this natural gas? It's natural gas. Okay, good. Yes. Um, I think a tankless water heater is an excellent choice for your family because, number one, it's very efficient. Uh, number two, it will supply an endless amount of hot water. And I think if it's sized properly, you will have no problem maintaining three showers. The most important thing is the installation. You must work with a plumber or a heating contractor that knows how to install tankless water heaters because a common mistake is they put in a gas line that's too small. You need a pretty big gas line. It doesn't use a lot of gas, but when it does need gas, it needs a lot for a little At period once. of time. Exactly. So if it's properly installed, it will run flawlessly. It will deliver you plenty of hot water. It will only be on when you need it. Uh, it will, if you want to dial down the temperature when the 10-year-old takes a shower so it's not quite as hot, you can do that from a remote control panel. It's good technology, and they work really well. Plus, you can actually qualify for a federal energy tax credit right now uh, through most of the major manufacturers because the units are so efficient that the government will give you up to a $1,500 tax credit if you purchase and install one. Thanks so much for stopping by the Money Pit on air and online at moneypit.com. Up next, do-it-yourself patios, walkways, or even driveways. With pavers, they are beautiful and green and easy to do. We're going to tell you how to build your own and to have it stand the test of time when we come back. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, where home solutions live. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we've said it time and time before, nothing brings class and style to your home's curb appeal better than a beautiful backyard. And you can create that with a paver patio or perhaps even an improvement to your front yard vis-a-vis a paver driveway. It really makes your home stand out. And most importantly, it's a project you can do yourself as long as you have some basic do-it-yourself skills. And to make it even better, now there are paving bricks on the market that are green, so you can be sure that you're using sustainable materials. And here to tell us more is Shelly Ross from Boral Bricks. Welcome, Shelly. 
Hello, Leslie. Hello, Tom. Hi, Shelley. Thanks so much for being with us. And we do get a lot of questions on the show about how to build a paver patio or a paver driveway. And I think um, that most of the errors start in the preparation of the base. So can you take us through the basic step-by-steps that are involved? Sure, I can. And it's a little like painting a room. If you tape it off and do all of your prep work very nicely ahead of time, you'll have a beautiful job when you're done. The same can be said for laying a paver patio or a paver driveway. There's prep work that goes in before you actually put the pavers down that's very important. We all want to get to that top coat as quickly as possible. (laughs) That's right. You want to see what it's going to look like. So you skip some some of the preparation work. One of the most important things to do is to choose a product that is going to have long-lasting results, and I would recommend, not uh, that I'm biased by any, <laughs> by any way, but I would recommend that you choose a clay paver product for the simple reason that clay products never, ever fade. And we've all seen the, the paver jobs that look beautiful the first year, but by the end of the second year or so, without a lot of maintenance and sealing, that color starts to fade. And that's because they're not clay products. Now, that's a good point. So what are the other options that are offered if it's not clay? The majority of the products that are out there right now are concrete products. Okay. And there are advantages to the concrete products. They can make them very easily into those different shapes and sizes. So when mm. you see, like, the cobblestone look, that's right. almost certainly going to be a concrete type product. But is the color baked in the whole process when they make the the paver itself, or is it painted on top? Is that why you see so much wear with the concrete pavers? The concrete pavers have have the color added to the actual body of the product, but it's not a UV color fast additive. When you're looking at a clay paver product, the color is actually the color of the clay. Mm. So it never fades. A hundred years from now, two hundred years from now, that clay color will be just as vivid and bright as it was when you first laid the paver. Got it. And back to the prep, Shelley, where do we start with uh, preparing the ground to install a paver patio? Okay. You need to have a base laid in place, and you'll have about four inches of aggregate with Mm -hmm. about an inch, maybe an inch and a half of sand on top of that. And the base is really what's going to make that project last a long time. And so that four inches of aggregate is going to be laid in place, and you need to tamp that down, dampen it with a little bit of water and tamp it down. And then you put an inch or an inch and a half of sand on top of that, and then you're ready to go ahead and lay your pavers in place on top. That's surprising. It's actually less uh, stone than I thought you actually really needed, but four inches is enough. And uh, when you tamp it, uh, is it smart to rent, to rent a mechanical tamper, or do you think you can do it with a hand tamper? It, it depends on the size of the project, to be quite honest. If you're doing a little sidewalk or a small patio, you could probably do it with a hand tamper, but you're going to be exhausted if you're yeah. in a large <laughs> patio area or an area around a pool. So renting a mechanical tamper in that I, at least that's what I would do. I would either do that or get my husband and a lot of his friends out there with a pack of beer, you know? Yeah, just don't serve the beer till after the project is done. That's right. That's right. Um, there are a lot of different patterns that you can lay your pavers in. There are running bonds, which um, really look a lot like the way that brick looks on the side of a house, where the pavers are lined up basically in, in interlocking rows. There are basket weave patterns that put uh, like two brick horizontal, two brick vertical, and mm-hmm. there are probably five or six different basket weave patterns. They're very attractive. And then there's also the herringbone pattern, which is beautiful. 
um, but it does require you to cut more of the paver. Mm-hmm. So a lot of those, I mean, it seems like the straight brick pattern would be much more easily accomplished for a beginning do-it-yourselfer as far as a paver project goes. I, w- I would probably suggest a running bond or one of the many, many basket weave patterns to, that you could choose from. They're, they will be beautiful. They'll give you a lovely texture. They'll give you a lot of variation in the color and interest, but you won't be having to cut you know, so many corners off the pavers. Is there anything you need to do as far as an edging to the entire patio, walkway, driveway, or do you do that with another paver itself, or do you have to build something out with wood? You can do it with another paver itself, but most of your lawn and garden hardscaping-type areas will sell edging material. There is rigid, the, the one that I see most often is a rigid plastic edging Mm-hmm. And um, it can go either straight, or they also make it where you can have it curved. So if you have a curved side, there is an edging material that's made specifically for that purpose that lays in place, and then the pavers lay over the lip of it, and it works beautifully. You make it sound so easy. Shelly Ross, Director of Marketing for Boral Bricks. Thanks so much for stopping by the Money Pit. If you want more information on Boral Bricks, you can go to their website, which is boralbricks.com, B-O-R-A-L-B-R-I-C-K-S.com. Thanks, Shelly. Thank you. Well, up next, we've got another great idea for a makeover, and this one is actually for your bathroom. We've got projects that can be done just in time for the holidays. We're going to share those tips with you next. Money Pit. The Money Pit is brought to you by the new Rheem heat pump water heater. It's easy to install and more than twice as energy efficient as any standard electric water heater. The new Rheem heat pump water heater qualifies for federal tax credits. For more information, visit www.reemhpwh.com. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Where home solutions live on air and online at moneypit.com. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT. Hey, if you pick up the phone and give us a call, not only are you going to get the answer to your home improvement question, and believe me, this time of the year, I know you've got a lot of them. So pick up the phone and ask them, and uh, you'll get your answer, and you're also going to get a chance to win our weekly giveaway. And this week, we've got a Gladiator brand gear track pack, and it's got everything you need to start organizing your garage, because I know... Yours is a disaster. Mine is. Tom's is not. Tom's garage is beautiful, (laughs) and I have garage envy. So if you are a lucky winner this week, you're going to get the Gladiator Gear Track Pack. It includes two four-foot pieces of gear track panels and all of the hooks you need to organize and protect all of your hard-to-store stuff. You know, those rakes and shovels and tools that you just don't know. Do I put it on a shelf? Do I hang it up? What the heck do I do with it? Well, this will help you out with that. It's worth 55 bucks, and it's available everywhere that Gladiator Garage Works are sold, including Lowe's and Sears, but you can win one for free now at 1-888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. All right, it's time to talk about bathroom makeovers. You know, nothing says dated in a bathroom more like more than, say, tile from decades ago. You know, the hot pink the avocado green, the mustard yellow. Those would pretty much be the hot old colors. (laughs) There is, however, a quick fix for this problem, a new fiberglass tub surround. It's a project that you can do yourself, 
as our Liquid Nails story winner tells us this week. Judy Stone owns rental properties. She says tenants come and tenants go. So using Liquid Nails makes any repair or improvement to our units go pretty quickly. Uh, last project we did was replacing a tub surround. Liquid Nails made the job easier, and we know the surround will be safe and sound for the next tenant who moves in. That's really a pretty easy project. The fiberglass surrounds are pretty easy to craft. Uh, they're fairly modular, so you mm-hmm. can easily trim them. And they come in you know, several different pieces, and they sort of self-adjust size-wise with a nice big overlap. So it really fits in nice. You put the fiberglass surround on, use a little liquid nails behind it, caulk it, and you're done. Literally, hour or two, this project will be complete. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to know that Judy is caring so much about her tenants and updating their baths as often as she does. So, Judy, we want to thank you so much for sharing your story with us. And we are going to send you a Liquid Nails prize pack. It is already on its way, and it includes 11 different samples of Liquid Nails adhesives in a handy tool bag, which we know you will find a million uses for immediately. So thank you to everybody who's participated in our Liquid Nails contest. This is the last week, right? It is. It is. So we've uh, actually got a lot of projects done. Yeah, and thanks for sharing your tips, everybody. Really good stuff. 888-666-3974. Time for us to share our tips with you. Who's next? Bill in Utah needs some help with accessibility. What can we do for you? I had a wheelchair ramp built on the front of my house, and uh, it's a little bit steeper than code, and uh, the hot sun bakes down on it. And when they covered it, they put a... Uh, asphalt material on it and when I put my electric wheelchair on it it ripped it up hmm did they put like an like an asphalt like a, a roof like a rolled roofing material or something of that nature yeah yeah well that's not like see, that. that that's not rated for any type of uh, foot traffic or, or wheelchair traffic well I was wondering what could I put on it? Could I put, like, an AstroTurf or something like that? What's the deck made out of? It's just made out of wood. Okay. Um, wood plywood, plywood or what? and it's got two-by-two two rails on the side of it. Okay. You know, what you're looking for is something called anti-skid tape. If you go online, one of the websites that sells it is sharpsafety.com. I mean, there's a ton of different resources. They sell it in a variety of thicknesses, different levels of coarseness, but it's really made for that. So what you're looking for is anti-skid tape. Yeah, the key here, Bill, is to make sure that you have a a clean, dry surface to apply it to. You'll have to remove that old asphalt uh, roofing material that was definitely not rated for this type of application. Get a good, clean, dry surface. Apply this, and I think you will be good for several years with this type of a product. Great. I appreciate it very much. You're welcome, Bill. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Up next, they're bold, they're big, they're beautiful, they're historic. And they're downright cold all the time. We're talking about old houses. Do you have one of those? Is it drafty? Is it windy? Is it costing you an arm and a leg to heat it? We're going to have some tips to help you insulate it after this. On the Money Pit Radio Show. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Hey, why not head on over to moneypit.com and click on the link for Facebook or Twitter. You can follow our tweets on Twitter. You can follow our fan postings on Facebook. We put content on there every day that's time to help you with the projects that you might be doing. So check it out. We think that there's valuable information there for you. 
All right. And while you're online, you can email us your question by clicking on the Ask Tom and Leslie icon, just like Jane from Utah did. And she writes, I want to insulate my old, and when she says old, she means 1892 Victorian home. It has balloon frame walls and only about four inches of matted down insulation in the attic. Where do I begin and how do I get the insulation between the walls? Ah, good question. Well, first of all, if you're looking for priorities, I would definitely start in the attic where you've Mm -hmm. only got this four inches of compressed junk. Put the hat Um, on your head. I would actually recommend if it really is that deteriorated that you pull out all that old insulation because it's really not helping you. That's really not helping you right now. If it's all settled down, I I would suggest I'd rather have that full four inch space, you know, be space where we can have nice fluffy new insulation. Mm -hmm. So I would pull the old stuff out. I would replace it with unfaced fiberglass bats. Now you need 19 inches of bat insulation or 22 inches of blown in insulation in that space. That by itself, aside from nothing else, even with no insulation in your walls is going to make a huge difference in your heating bills. Just huge because most of the heat loss is through the ceiling. So I would definitely focus on the attic insulation. Now, if you get that done and you want to tackle the walls next, you can use blown-in cellulose insulation. And the way this is installed is there is a hole drilled into the wall cavity, usually two, one high, one low. Mm -hmm. And the cellulose is blown in there under a very slight pressure until it fills up that cavity. Then the holes are plugged and then spackled over. That's a lot of work for not as much a return on your investment, but if you want to do the whole job, that's what it takes. Mm-hmm. I hope that helps you out, Jane, because insulation, it really is key. And if you want to see a big difference in your energy savings and in your wallet, these are the steps you do need to take. You know, we all know we lose heat loss through our heads, so that's why you put a hat on. And Tom's right, the attic really is the place to start. So good luck, and let us know how much money you save, Jane. Well, we love to help you save money here on The Money Pit. And now it's time to talk about helping you save some money on your water bill. There are a few things that you can do with some tips on how to accomplish that task, we've got today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. That's right. You guys have talked a lot about saving money, and we are listening, and we know that water-saving solutions are also a high priority on your list these days. So no matter the size of your household, you're probably flushing and washing away far more water than you actually need to. And we've got some tips here that can help, and they're presented by our friends at Moen. So here's what you want to do. You want to fix those toilets in your house that just run after every flush. You don't need to do that. You know, a leaking or running toilet can waste as much as 78,000 gallons of water a year. So fix it. You also want to spend less time at the sink. Turn off the tap when you're brushing your teeth. You don't need all that water running while you're actually brushing. Turn it off. We do it. You can too. You might even want to consider replacing those fixtures that you've got in your house already with ones that are WaterSense rated products. Now WaterSense, it's basically the same as the Energy Star labeling program. But it's new for plumbing fixtures. It's been out for, what, like a year, year and a half now? Yeah. uh, If you have a WaterSense fixture, it uses about 30 to 32% less water than a standard fixture. Mm -hmm. And you know what? It can also cut around 170 bucks from your typical annual $500 water bill. And that's a big savings. If you're looking for some other great water sense options that are out there, go on over to Moen.com. You'll see the fixtures are beautiful. They're very helpful in giving you water saving advice. Um, It's a great website and we'd love to share all this with you. So make those adjustments, save water, save money. That's what we're here for to give you a hand. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Coming up next on the Money Pit, we're going to have the plumbing solutions that you need to survive the holidays because the holiday is the season for clogged drains and (laughs) clogged toilets and all the over heavy use it gets. We're going to teach you 
how to keep those systems free-flowing on the next edition of the program. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone.